And ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for your main event. In this corner, from parts unknown, coming in at a combined weight of 532 pounds, the J-Brone Express. And in this corner, utilizing the free bird rules, your tag team champions of the world. At a combined weight of 832 pounds, the Brothers in Cage. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back with the Brothers in Kayfabe podcast. I am one of your aforementioned Brothers in Kayfabe, coming to you live from our Google Hangouts studio as uh, we've had to change up some things for the last couple of weeks, but we're, we're, we're excited to get back on a more normal uh, schedule. And uh, so I'm going to bring in the other brother in kayfabe with me. We're, we're missing one this week, but we still have, it, it's not a triple threat this week. It's just a regular uh, one fall match. It's uh, I love it. me and Triple J, Jimmy Jackson. What's going on, Jimmy Jam? What's going on, man? It's good to see your face. It's been a couple weeks. Um, you know, we've been doing some exciting things. Uh, yeah. We've been changing up how the podcast works a little bit to make it easier on everyone, I think. Um, and uh, I think it's been I think it's been well received so far. I think people dig it. And, and I'm excited going forward that we get to do more um, fun and interesting things. I'm loving the fantasy right. booking, even though you're you're totally whooping me on it uh, <laughs> so far. There's been it's been one week, you know. I can come back. I've I've uh, hey, I have faith. But it's uh, a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have to remind myself those things. But uh no, man, I'm just I am so excited to be uh sitting here with you digitally talking some wrestling. I'd like to say real quick, we're we're a few days late, but can I just say happy birthday to the goat, Terry Funk. His birthday was a few days ago while we we're recording this. And uh I just want to give him a shout out. Shout out to you, Terry. He deserves all the best in life. You're a good man. You're a good man. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> but this is for me. Jake, how uh, how how's life been, man? How's uh how are things hanging, brother? Well, it's been crazy. It has been absolutely nuts. This world, let's just say this world is a crazy, crazy world right now. Yes, it is. And it has been it has been wreaking havoc on everyday lives. And just I'm just glad that we can sit down and talk wrestling and have like a normal like hour to two hours every week where we can just be, you know, escape a little bit. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's been uh definitely been taxing mentally um just you know dealing with uh everything going on and you know little little behind the scenes is is my uh my wife and i were potentially exposed to the virus um not it not we're fine there's like right very very little chance um, but her brother worked with somebody who was showing symptoms, not confirmed to have it, but showing symptoms of maybe having it. 
it's one of those things um yeah you know and so and so that's been you know hey it's just a little taxing you know it's a little mentally taxing but uh right well you're sitting there thinking do i have covid am i not showing it yet should i stay at home should i continue living my everyday life yeah it's it's the world we're living in. It's the world we're gonna live in for a long time because yeah. nothing is gonna change until there's a vaccine or, you know, or one day we all go outside and no one has a new case and it just disappears. Yeah, I mean like that's, that's gonna be the only way. Totally, and that there's you know it's it's about navigating the uh, the new reality of of the world. Um, so I, I don't know, man. It's it's been a uh, like I said, my wife and I we both feel totally fine. Like I don't think there's I think there's a very small chance that either of us have it. But we no. uh we both we both uh we both have been taking it easy the last couple weeks. I I will put it this way. Um I have now been ninety nine percent confirmed to have had COVID. Okay. In January. Yeah. Because um, me and my nephew in in January traded off being sick mm-hmm. from each other, and the doctor told my my sister in law that, oh yeah, he definitely had COVID back then. Wow. Like that's literally what what was going on. And so, like I've long thought, you know, all my symptoms are the same. I was sick for two weeks. Yeah, I you know. No, no test was able to tell me what was wrong with me. It, it, I had COVID. That's, I mean, that's and exactly so, that's exactly the uh, situation we had with Kaylee. You know, in January. Um, so yeah, I mean, she got sick. Oh, she, uh, she got sick. Had all the same symptoms. Uh, no test. Like I had the flu. I got tested for the flu and it was positive. Kaylee got tested right. for the flu and they were like, "Nope, that's not the flu." And like, no strep, nothing like that. And so there was like this sort of. Uh, um, you know, she was like, Hey, I don't want to be like a crazy person, but I really think I had it. And we had just gone to New York. We had just gone to Washington, DC. Like it, 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 it all adds up, you know? Right. So, well, like my whole deal was I was, I was sick and I thought, okay, I probably just have like strep type B and that's why they're not able to do it. Yeah. yeah. But it just lingered and it never went away. And like, I passed out at work and like it was just like i couldn't breathe and all i'm saying is if you had covid <laughs> and you were positive for it anyone that's out there thinking they might be positive for it you'll know you yeah. will know because like it is no joke totally well but, my biggest fear is i know there like i don't know how many cases but i know there's some cases that have been asymptomatic um, right and so that that was my fear is like well what if we get it we're asymptomatic and we, um, you know, it, it, we end up giving to someone we love, you know, like whether it's someone who's going to be okay, but like, what if, you know, Hey, what if I go hang out with Jake and Landon and we end up transmitting right. it to you guys? So it's like, you know what? Let's just lay low. Let's just not worry about anything. Let's just, um, let's just, you know, and play it safe. And then even worse, even worse in that situation is, uh, Mr. Rasslin himself has asthma, so well exactly, you know, and, and it could attack him. It could attack his asthma, and then next thing we know, yeah. you know, we're we're sitting here going, well, why didn't we just stay at home? It, well, like, exactly, exactly, and that, that's kind so, of our thing is like, let's just let's be smart, you know, right? 
Right. I mean, we're all working, excuse me, we're all working from home and like, you know, it's, it's not, all you got to do is get your groceries and go home. I mean, that's all really. And that's what we've been doing. Like I, I have to run to the post office every once in a while, but that's a lot of times just like, here's a bag, drop it off and I leave. I don't have contact. Um, you know, uh, so there's been a lot of sitting at home playing video games, <laughs> a lot of uh, sitting at home watching watching movies, watching TV, and uh, dude, and w- I feel you, man. I feel you. You know, the the good stuff in life. I've been sitting here watching watching movies and stuff, and like being a wrestling fan, I can't watch a movie anymore without like comparing it to pro wrestling. Well, that's a like, that's a good thing. What um. Give me some some examples of movies you've watched recently. I'm very curious. So I know this is a wrestling podcast, but hey, we're here and we're talking. Let's compare some movies. Dude, to wrestling. I'm well. I'm comparing them to wrestling. Exactly. So like it's it's, still it's on not brand. like. So, the biggest thing in wrestling is the babyface comeback. Of course, the babyface comeback. There's the hope spot in the middle of the match, where at the beginning the heel is laying on the heat, and. You got the hope spot in the middle where you think, oh, the baby face just came back, and then he smashed back down into the mat. Yeah. So, like, one of the best examples uh, recently was um, we got a VHS copy of the original Star Wars VHS release. I like, the very first that. one that they did. Is that, um, is, that uh, the- is that a theatrical cut, or is that... It is it is what's known as the CBS Fox um, okay. release, and the CBS Fox release is the closest to theatrical as there was. Now, besides as laser the movies, uh, or... it's the same. It's the same as those laser discs. Okay, it's just on VHS. Okay, so so sorry, I'm like I'm really getting the weeds now. So has there ever been a home release of a pure? theatrical release so as far as i know there was a dvd set that was that was put out where in the special features it features a theatrical cut of the movie now i would have to get someone who went and saw star wars in theaters to sit down and watch it with me to know for 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 sure if it was but like yeah because supposedly, as the movie was in theater, George was already messing with it. That makes sense. I mean, that's that's kind of his so, thing, right? Like, but in that movie, what happens? The heel lays on the heat early in the movie. Of course he does. Come on now, Darth Vader, the ultimate heel. The ultimate heel. He he lays the heat on. You know, and you can even use another term for Star Wars with a trilogy. It was there was a rubber match. Yeah. You know, the faces win the first, the heels win the second, and then they got the rubber match to determine it all. Exactly. It's pro wrestling, guys. Everyone, everything out there is pro wrestling. And and you, you know, you end, you end the, the trilogy with an unexpected face turn is really what happens. And, and, you know, right. Which is, is so, you know. Don't you love being a pro wrestling fan? Because you can sit here. Really, truly. And go, man, I'm watching a pro wrestling match, but I'm actually watching Star Wars right yes. now. Like, Okay, so here's one of the coolest things about being a wrestling fan um, and doing that is 
I literally will use pro wrestling terms all of the time in normal conversation. And so, oh, I do too. So anyone, we can. I want to come back to Star Wars because I I want to, but I'm just going on a tangent here for a sec. Which is you're good. Anyone who listened to last week's episode was an episode of Date Bit, actually. Where right. I probably very poorly explained uh, wrestling to uh, to our friend Luke. I, I did. No, you did a great job. I tried to give a, like a broad overview, and like there are some very. It was it was a lot of fun. Anyways, one of the things we talked about was like we totally, in our church group, we totally use pro wrestling terms all the time, and people like I I have to then realize oh people don't know what a face turn is or a heel turn, or like, or like. I'll use the term mark, you know, like, oh man, I'm such a freaking mark for that or whatever. And like, they're just like, Haha, yeah. And like, they have no idea what that means. <laughs> and I you, like, it's, it's fun. And that's the same thing with watching movies and you're going, okay, so here's the face turn. Here's the heel turn. Okay. You know, it's like, I get it, you know? <laughs> well, like in those terms, like Loki is the ultimate, like big show turns, oh, heel, dude. turns face, turns feel, heel, yeah. turns face. Like constantly trading sides, like, but it's funny because I've listened to movie podcasts before, and they're all I'll mail in and be like, "Are y'all wrestling fans?" Because they'll use wrestling terminology. Like I've heard wrestling, or I've heard heel turn on multiple movies, really, but or movie podcasts, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the but the people are like, "Oh, that's a wrestling term," like. And you're like, no. And you're like, yes. Yeah. That's like literally yeah. where it comes from. So like, like it's, it's carny for good, for bad guy. Like, right. It's, it's funny to, to watch things through a wrestling fans lens because like my favorite thing is my parents, when I lived with my parents, my mother is a huge bachelor fan. Yeah. And she would constantly rag on me for why do you, cause on, they were on and like, one of the nights that they are on pro wrestling. I think it's Monday night. I think my, I, I, I've never watched the bachelor or the bachelorette, but I'm pretty sure it's Monday nights. So, or at least the night they watched it was a night wrestling was on. So I would go in the other room, watch wrestling. They would watch bachelor. And there would be some nights that I would just get stuck, stuck watching the bachelor for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, and hate the show it's the most it's the fake people say re- pro wrestling is fake yeah watch the, the bachelor. bachelor and the bachelorette are the fakest shows i've ever watched <laughs> in my life but um i'd be watching it and i could i was sitting there calling out spots on the show <laughs> while mom was watching it and she's like so how like, did you know that so like it would get down to like the final two and they were like, he's like, I'm having so much trouble picking. And he'd go to this one girl and I I would hit my, my mom's shoulder and go, he's about to turn heel. Yeah. And she's like, what? And I go, he's literally going to dump her and be the most hated human being on this earth because they're perfect together. Yeah. And she's like, no, that's not going to happen. I'm like, just watch. And it totally just happens. Watch. And then it happens. <laughs> And she just looks at me and goes, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear a word. So. Oh, man, it's awesome. But, like, pro wrestling is everywhere. And I don't understand why people aren't pro wrestling fans. Because That's it's what just... I'm saying, man. Okay, so this is what I'm going to say. 
Star Wars is a great example. I recently have been watching um, some TV, and um, okay. My wife is, uh, my wife is watching. Okay, so basically, I watched. Have you seen the show The Good Place? I love The Good Place. Okay, so never seen an episode. We binged. Of, we binged through that earlier this year. Okay, like, so, I've, so I, I never saw an episode, um, and then a couple of days ago, I decided to sit down and watch it. And so I've, yeah. I have made it. I'm, I'm, I don't want to spoil anything, okay? Because I think people need to watch the show if you haven't seen it. I made it to the Definitely. to the end of season one. And you know what that means. Oh, dude. Okay. Biggest heel turn of all time. And I'm going to leave it at that. And if people are listening, they know what that means. But people who haven't seen that show, go watch that show. It's really good. It's very well written. But yes, when I think of heel turns in movies and TV, that come like, so, so I wa- I finished the first season. And yeah. while my wife, because my wife went back into the office, um, I'm at working from home still. So my wife got home yesterday. Um, from work, and I said, "Hey, I think we should watch the show together." And she has no idea that a heel turn's coming. <laughs> and Dude, so, isn't it the best? Yeah, which is awesome. So now we are one hundred percent going to have to finish this or finish it before she listens to this. <laughs> but uh, that's what I—that's what I told my 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 uh, dad whenever he was watching it because mm-hmm. I told him I go, "You need to watch this show." Mm-hmm. I go, "It ends with the biggest heel turn I've ever seen." Yeah. Like the first season. And he goes, okay, what does that mean again? And I go, that means whenever someone you thought was the good guy turns out to be the bad guy. Yeah. And he goes, okay, okay. And I watch it. And he called me like whenever he finished it and he goes, oh my gosh, you weren't even kidding. Like, yeah. And it just comes out of nowhere. I'm so excited to get to that point because I was watching it and I was like completely dumbfounded. And I'm very excited to get to that point with her where she's like, um... You know who made that show, right? Like the the dude who made The Office and uh, Parks and Parks Rec. Parks and Rec. Uh, who is it's you Moe's. Know? It's Moe's. From, it's Moe's. From, from, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That dude makes all of those. Like he made that new Space Force show that's yeah. on Netflix, and that he's made is... a new one for Amazon Prime. That that dude's doing all right, you could say. <laughs> right, and he's he's it's so funny that it's just mo's from yeah from the office which is so unassuming you're just like oh that's just whoever like no big deal but it's actually the guy who created it speaking of heel turns i almost witnessed a live heel turn the other night oh no so we went we went to the bricktown comedy club okay to okay. see Burt Kreischer. You know who Burt Kreischer is, right? The comedian. Russian mafia, I'm aware. He's the the machine. Yeah. That dude is funnier in real life than he is on those specials I bet, because I bet. he let it he let it all fly. Like um, that's awesome. Didn't hold back. So first thing he does, he comes on stage, takes his shirt off, he does the of whole, course. you know. I I don't do comedy in a shirt like it's brilliant. Like it's a gimmick. It's his gimmick. He has a gimmick. It, he he has a gimmick, and it's he doesn't wear a shirt, and he he drinks while he's on stage. Yeah, but he goes into the machine story. Like that's I guess how he just ends all of his live shows, unless he's taping a new special. Yeah, and he goes into the machine story, and halfway through, he starts. He gets off on a tangent about how his daughter, who is in high school is really into the me too movement yeah and he gets to this point where 
he's about to start saying his own opinion and you can tell that like he doesn't full he's not fully on board with the whole thing okay and it might just be it just it might just be drunk bert talking yes but he he goes and he starts doing the spiel and this lady stands up and goes hey go back to the machine store and he goes oh thank you thank you so much like he goes i would have regretted what i was about to say in the morning oh <laughs> like, no wow yeah he's like yeah i he goes i might have had too many drinks today and that was just drunk me starting to talk i was like yeah yeah we need to <laughs> not do that like that's yeah you want to talk about you want to talk about getting uh getting canceled get some, get some heat right there um well i just want to say real quick about that on that topic is uh there are several wrestlers um who are oh my gosh who are speaking out right um and i would like to say that um if anyone has is a victim that uh we are fully we as the brothers in kayfabe are fully behind you we um yeah. we hear you and we um we want you to there's know there's no place for it there's no place for that um in any in any industry um and wrestling i know in the past that um you know women have not always been valued as they should in professional wrestling um and i think that's a tragedy and a crime and if anyone is feeling um like they have uh, been assaulted or harassed or whatever that we fully support you and and we will not stand for uh you know for that kind of like that action like that kind of thing that happens like that's not okay that's not what the love of pro wrestling should be about right like right like right. it's about it's about having a good time and, and being entertained and that's that is what we stand for and and we don't we do not we, stand for um, any sort of oppression or anything like that and so i just want to stand I was just going to say, I just, I just wanted to make that statement and make it very clear where we stand on that. And, like, we are not, right. not cool with that kind of activity and that kind of harassment. Um, and, and that's not okay with us. And uh, we want this to be a safe place. Um, and so... We stand for being good brothers and good sisters. 100%. Like, there's no place for anything else. Absolutely not. And that's... And, and it's... It's it's sort of ridiculous that I even have to say anything at all, um, just because, right? You know, come on, like let's let's use some common sense, people. Well, let's let's have some decency it, as humans. It makes me sad because, like, we're watching, we're talking about all this, mm -hmm. and you never know who someone really is. I mean, you don't. Yeah, no. I mean, you know. In the background, somebody that you deeply care about could be a horrible person. Yeah. You just don't know. Well, let's, let's put it this way. Until it's out there. Let's put it this way. There's so many, you know, heels in wrestling that turn out to be very nice people. Um, right. But can play a jerk. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I've i heard, speaking on that, I've heard Walter is like the sweetest dude in the world. There you like, go. Yeah. And he plays the most monster <laughs> heel. He plays heel. literally the most monstrous heel in the business. You know, like... But I just wanted to like say total that, sweetheart, yeah, right? I just wanted to say that I wanted to put that out there. That's where we stand as a podcast. That's where we stand as people, and we're not cool with that. Um, and if you uh, if you think that's dumb, then well, don't listen because that's that's where we stand. Like like that's that's you know, there's no room, there's no compromise. 
man, the, the brothers in kayfabe, they've just gone full PC and, you know, they just can't deal with that. It's like, no. Literally, literally, you can, you you know where the door is if, yeah. you, if you feel that way. Absolutely. Like, I, I would rather talk each week to one person online <laughs> yeah. than have... Than have 500 people who think that sexually abu- abusing women or men, for that yes. matter, is okay. 100%. Because because it does. There There is both ways there, yeah, too. Absolutely. Like, as we found out with Jeff, Cor- Jeff Cornette. Who the heck is Jeff Cornette <laughs> with Jim Cornette's wife? Yeah. Like. Like, that's not okay. Um, right. Yeah. There's just a lot there. Um, we don't have to get into it. We don't have to get deep into the weeds and all that stuff. Um, we just want everyone to know this is a safe place, and and we hear right. we hear you and we sympathize with you, and we want justice um, for you and what has happened to you. And I I just want to put it out there that for the people that are feeling weird, because I feel weird about this whole thing, because like for my example, Joey Ryan is one of my favorite wrestlers, of was one of my favorite wrestlers, and I am still a firm believer in. You know, you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And so 100% we don't know exactly what happened. We just know what has been spoken out about. Yes. So what I've got to say here is you, it's okay to have been a fan of that person. Yes. It's okay. It's not okay to sympathize with that person whenever it's been proven that they've been a sexual yeah, abuse. Yeah, definitely not. Like, when stuff has come out and there's proof that is shown and given, it's like, at that point, you have to sort of, I think you have to draw that line in the sand. You have to be like, no, that's not okay. Right. Um, but you, sh- right. but you, you don't have to feel bad or guilty for ever liking that person. That is not something right. that um, you have to do. Uh, you know. But, because like, like I've said, there's one of my favorite moments of being a wrestling fan was seeing Joey Ryan in person. Yeah, totally. And like now that that memory is still awesome because it, it was a great memory of being at that show. But yeah. like, uh, that's not my favorite memory from that show anymore. Totally. Like, and that's okay. It, my and, opinion is changed. And that's okay. And it's 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 good that you can have you can change your opinion and that you don't just put your feet into the ground and go, No, I want what I want. You know what I mean? Like like how right. childish does that sound? Like and that's you know, unfortunately some people are like that. But but regardless of all of that, we just wanted to say this is a safe space. Um Right. And uh yeah, I mean that's you know, so those actions are, are not okay. Um, wrestling is for everyone. Wrestling literally is for everyone. And everyone is for wrestling. That's the other thing. There's a flip side to that. That's because there is literally wrestling that is good for everyone. Do you like, hey, do you like deathmatch wrestling? Guess what? I got it for you. Do you like horror movies? I got it for you. Do you like, do you like really family friendly, like kids movie stuff? Guess what? I got it for you. I got hours of John Cena on tape for you right now. We can make this thing happen. You, you know, do you like do you like uh, comedy wrestling? Let me introduce you to Orange Cassidy. You know, there let, you go. do you like? You know, it's literally there. Do you like people that? Do you like blood and guts? John Moxley and Cody Rhodes; those are your people, right? Like, like there's there's so much out there, and that's that's the shame is that um, going back, you know, earlier talking about like why don't these people? Why doesn't everybody just like wrestling? I don't get. I don't get it. I do not get it. 
wrestling is is incredible and uh it's one of one of my favorite things for sure i'll never understand i know why people don't like wrestling because they go oh it's fake and i want (laughs) to i i want to believe that they think that everything i want to believe that they think that they're saving you when they say that yeah like they're like oh this guy doesn't understand and i think that they think that they're going hey this guy doesn't understand that it's not it's not, not real. real we can help him no that's no. not i know it's i know it's predetermined <laughs> right <laughs> but you can't jump off of a ladder onto a human being on a concrete floor and just willy-nilly and be okay <laughs> and and be okay like it's performance art yeah and it's the best it's it's performance art in its purest form. Oh, I love it. Well, and that's, you know, speaking of, of, of art and that, do, you, do we want to get into this next part, Jake? Do we want to, or do you have anything else you want to say um, about some, I just, some wrestling and, and that type of thing? I, I just want to say Fighter Fest was great last okay. night. Yeah. Um, I know that you don't have cable anymore, yeah. so you probably didn't I, I, watch, I haven't watched watch it. it. I, I, watched, I saw some highlights, but, uh, but nothing major. I saw the best. Well, the best friend's mom drove, or Trent's mom. Oh, dude, drove. Uh, drove it was drove the greatest. <laughs> it was the greatest because he gets out of the van, he starts walking away, and you hear him go, hear her mom, his mom go, "Hey," and he turns around, and she's just like doing this. She goes, "Give your mom a kiss," oh, and he kisses man. his mom, and then goes that to is the, the ring. Best. And and Chuck is just kind of standing there, like, "Yeah, that's his mom." Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> And um, I, I would like to think was, that that wasn't predetermined, that that Mama Trent just thought of that on the fly. Oh, I hope so. Like, that would be so but, good. Um, if you're not watching Being the Elite right now, you need to. I, I have seen some stuff that I need to go back and watch the last few episodes. Um, Number one, two episodes ago, the best friends had, like, one of the best skit, like, best bits of the whole thing. Okay. Where... Um, who was it? I think it was, I think it was Matt is chasing down the best friends, telling them, Hey, we need a best friends bit. Come up with a best friends bit. We need a best friends bit for being the elite. And it's, you know, a total meta joke. And they're just kind of like going away from them because they don't have any ideas. And so then it cuts to them outside the dailies place. And Trent, is sitting on the ground. Um, uh, the other one, gosh, what's Chuck? his name? Greg? Chuck. Chuck is like picking weeds and like just kind of, and they're like, what do we do? And Orange Cassidy is just like laid up against a, 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 a street post, That's like perfect. a lamppost. Yeah. And they're like, what do we do? And they're like, well, we could like murder Cutler. We could do that. Like literally, like, <laughs> Like we could do a home him. alone. They're like, we could like home alone him and like set up his house or his, his place to like be, be, be rigged up to, to kill him. And, and orange is just like, he start like, it's the most I've ever heard orange Cassidy actually talk. Yeah. He goes, I don't know, man. Like maybe we could all just like drive fast cars and be family and drink Coronas and have cookouts. And they both look at him and go, what is your deal with Fast and the Furious references? (laughs) (laughs) 
and he and, and classic Orange Cassidy he just does the like shoulder shrug. Oh, like. I love that. I love it. And then the next week, the Dark Order is trying to get Orange Cassidy to join the Dark Order. Of course. Because there's two dudes from the Dark Order that each week are just trying to get people to join the Dark Order. And um, they go up to Orange Cassidy and they're like, listen, like every Friday we watch all of the Fast and the Furious movies in order while drinking Coronas. <laughs> and he just kind of. He kind of looks up at him for a second and then looks right back down again like, <laughs> without saying a word. That's amazing. Like, being the elite is one of the greatest things out there right now. And I could watch no wrestling at all right now and, and watch being and the just elite get that. and be okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, there's this whole thing with um, Frankie Kazarian has the, and I can't remember who it was that he's got but he he touched matt hardy i i believe is how it happened and now he's got the essence of an old southern wrestler in his oh in his body my gosh and so he's just like hi man how you doing <laughs> and there's like this whole part where he's like i want my baby back baby back baby back baby back baby back ribs i want it <laughs> just like it's Dude, that's amazing but greatest stuff so like you need to you need to at least watch the last I need, couple. I, I need to episodes. catch up on that for sure. I'm I'm a few episodes behind. Cause and and Kaylee will love this, but the the young bucks are also doing a new gimmick on there. Is it the where, the Christian AF? Yes. Yeah. Where they're like, they're like, I can't believe you'd even offer me uh, Tylenol. Don't you know that I'm Christian AF? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. And like, there's one where it's uh, Kenny Omega is trying to give him lines of protein powder. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no, no, it's lines of pre-workout. Okay. And everyone knows Kenny Omega is straight edge. Of course. And he looks at him and he goes, I can't believe it. You're the last person <laughs> I'd ever think would try to get me to take pre-workout. Don't you know I'm... And then he looks in the camera, Christian AF. <laughs> I, I I would just I, I hope that that's just the uh, the lead into a uh, Christian leaving WWE and coming to AEW and that's that's the actual goal. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great. That's but, amazing. Um, also from Fighter Fest, I'm convinced now that they're getting ready to reform the Four Horsemen because FTR have been doing the Four uh, hand signal in every one of their matches. Okay. And then last night after the tag team championship match, um, they separated Omega and Hangman. Did Hangman? And no. And but Hangman's just like all on board with them because they got beers. They brought down beers and they okay. handed Omega a beer. And so they're all drinking a beer and Omega's just holding it and he brings it up to his lips and then he pours it out in front of him. And it was like, and they, they both look at him like, what the crap are you doing, dude? Like, yeah. what the F, man? Like, yeah, yeah. And Hangman is just kind of behind both of them the whole time and not really doing anything about the situation. And I'm like, could that be eventually be the, the, the Hangman turn is that he joins a new Four Horsemen group? I'd be into that. With, with FTR, Hangman. And I'm convinced Sean Spears. I was going to say Sean Spears. 
because Sean has been doing the whole thing with Tully with the coal miners glove. Yeah. And like last week he put uh, a uh, lead slit, like a lead piece inside the glove and knocked out his opponent with it. Love it. And I'm like, that's classic. Oh, that's work. good I love stuff. AW just keeps on getting better, man. I w- I really wish you hadn't gotten rid of cable because well, well, I'll have to find a way to watch it for sure. But I'm I I finally hooked up my VCR, so I might be able to just make you copies hey, of it. I'm not opposed. I'm gonna to see it. if I can. Not opposed to. It. I'm gonna see if it's something I can do. Right. So well, I think we should end this recording right here, and then we should come back and if we want to talk a little bit about our fantasy booking. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Cool. So, so end it here and talk about last week's fantasy booking. Yeah. Or go ahead and do our no, new, no, no. our new fantasy. We'll talk booking. about last week's and it, the. I just need a. I need a couple minutes uh, before we get into it, and then um, we can just good for, for me for the listeners. It'll just be a quick little pause. All right. Well, we'll be right back, folks, and uh, we'll see you here in a second. And we are back. All right. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, from the quick, we quick are intermission. You know, every pay per view has an intermission back in the day, so we felt we needed one. We gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have a cool off match. You know, you know? like you gotta have the, the yeah, comeback. you know, it's you know, I'm trying to think of a good cool. What was it? Was it? I was gonna say like Hulk Hogan wins like at the like middle of the show. He 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 retains the title and then. You go on. Yeah, and then you have you know. Doink the Clown go up against Duke the Dumpster Drozzy, you know. So Well, exactly. You know, it's cool off. You know, but Dude, this uh we but, we were well, gonna talk about the fantasy booking. I was gonna say, I, I feel like we should probably talk about this a little bit. Um I saw someone on the Facebook group mention that it'd be fun for us to review each other's shows. And I don't know if we should necessarily go full on review style yeah. here, but I thought we should talk about it. I agree. And I will say right off the bat that I think you you obviously had better production values than I did with the songs because I was I had to be very quiet. When I was like singing out the songs. <laughs> yeah, which I love. I'm going to try to incorporate some of that into mine. Um, but I think overall you did a better job of booking a, a stronger show that can go on over time, whereas I was probably the very noob mistake of just like how much craziness can we put in here like let's just do it all at once um you know but uh you know i i don't know i loved i love the idea of of booking big show as the guy who's mad that he isn't in the time in the tournament it it just came to me because like i could see big show being that way like i could see him going well, what, what the F, man? Like, why am I not in the main event? Like, it just yeah. seems like the big show move. But um, I really loved I really loved Goldberg. I Gosh, I need to listen to your show again. Same. But I do, too. Let's just, let's talk, give a quick rundown of what happened in each other's shows. And then we can talk yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, um, I, I actually have my list. Uh, pulled up. Go here. ahead and start talking because I'm gonna pull my like notes that I made. Okay, and cool. then yeah. So then we'll I, from there. I I had mine open. I had mine open with with Vince McMahon in the ring, welcoming everyone to SmackDown. One of the things you did that I really liked was you announced that all titles were vacant. I did not do that, and I just straight up assumed that everybody knew that, which 
was probably my bad, but you know, whatever. Um, and then, and th- then McMahon gets uh, speared by Goldberg, yeah. which I was just like, I'm just gonna go for it. I got, I got some ideas moving forward that I think, I think are gonna be pretty fun. Then I had two singles matches because here's the thing: I didn't do any more promos. I should have done promos, but I just wasn't thinking. I was like, well, I just gotta do all these ma- all these matches, like whatever. So I had, I had William Regal versus Heath Slater, okay, and Sting versus Shelton Benjamin. And I, I have a rough plan going forward of what I'm going to do with everyone. But, I, I again, I think I just – I forgot that I could just do promos and not, like – and not have to book a bunch of matches. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then I did Zach, and, Zach Ryder, Kurt Hawkins versus Chavo and Eddie. Yes. Which – I love that matchup. By the way, whenever I heard yeah, you say that, too. I was I, like, "Oh man, that is a match I wanted to see." Because that's, yeah, totally. And then I did a ten-person battle royale, yes, for uh, opportunity at the first pay-per-view for the belt, um, and carrying cross won that. Uh, and then at the end, Undertaker came out and and uh, stared down carrying cross. That was my like show. Um, I will say. G- just first off, I think I used too many people because I used everyone I had, and I think that I, uh, I, I just feel like I didn't do a great job week one. I feel like I'm gonna come back and do a little bit better week two. I'm gonna have more. I'm gonna be more streamlined and and, and book well, it better. But that, that that was my show. Well, my I'll go ahead and say my show, and then I'll give you my thoughts on your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'd love that. Um, we started with uh, Eric Bischoff in the ring. Basically talking about how he's the freshly hired gen- general manager, and talking talk about how he's back and better than ever I'm is what he's talking back. about. <laughs> I love that. I, was that. I popped. I popped. I had to one. go listen to his music because I was like, I don't remember his music, and when I heard that, I was like, he has to say oh, yeah. that in his first <laughs> promo, like totally. So, um, he declared war with SmackDown. Love it. Which, uh, you know, that gives you a little something, something to respond to. I know. Um, I know. Announced that everything's uh, vacant and also announced the first pay-per-view, which is called Ground Zero. Which, yes. whenever I came, I was sitting there, I was like, do I go with an old pay-per-view or do I come up with my own? And I was texting Landon, I was like, do you have pay-per-views set? And he goes, no, you can use yeah. an old pay-per-view or you can make your own. And that's when I was like, F it, I'm going to make my own. Ground Zero, and, which I think is a great name. Ground Zero, I was like, for perfect. For no titles, like no titles. All titles are vacant. All yeah. the titles are vacant. Gold Rush Tournament. It was one of my favorite things back in the day when they did the Gold Rush Tournament. I don't even remember who won the Gold Rush Tournament, but I remember the Shawn Michaels-Shelton Benjamin match. That was in the Gold Rush tournament, yeah. and it went thirty minutes, I think. Like, which I'm sure was a fantastic you, match. Like, I can't even picture the match. I remember this giant, uh, uh, sweet chin music that Sean did. But um, I'm gonna have to pull up my uh, pull up my bracket to talk about it later. But um, yeah, we started off with uh, Batista and Drew. And with a very close, uh, 
very close match where Batista almost lost it. And I, yeah. I going forward, Batista, I want, I like that Batista's character is the, is kind of the heel that. What is going on? Someone's talking. My to Alexa you. is going off. I guess, I guess she's Batista. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> yeah, let's just unplug. You have to new. You're, you're gonna have to new Jackie. I Alexa. just unplugged her. She. I just gave her. I just gave her the sweet chin music, and now she's. <laughs> it an intergender match just happened on my desk, and <laughs> and uh, AJ gave. Uh, Alexa, the uh, Styles Clash. So <laughs> basically, um, I guess she picked up Batista. Like, anyway, yeah, that's weird. Um, I I really like the Batista that is like the self entitled Batista. So totally. I was like, I really want. Do you you mean you mean the the give me what I want Batista? Give me what I want. Come on. Or do it. Or my favorite was whenever he retired the first time. And he was sitting there in the yeah. wheelchair, and he goes, "I quit! I quit!" Like that guy. I love yeah. that guy. It's his best work, and I was like, "I want to continue on that." And so, <coughs> I really touched on the deal where he looks pissed off because he was the last draft pick. Yeah, I love it. So, and then uh, Seg Three was Big Show coming in, like you said, mm-hmm. mad about not uh, being in the title picture. Which and I then Bishop being like, well, it wouldn't be entertaining if you were in the tournament because who's going to lose to you? Like, we're saving, yeah. basically, basically looking at him going, we're saving you f- for later. You know, and then we get assistant to the general manager, Drake Maverick, <laughs> which. Of course, which is perfect. Like, I just, I was like, I have to give him that that Dwight title, like you 100% because he would be the guy that's going, I am the assistant general manager. And, and then yeah. he's like, no, you are the assistant to the general so, manager. Yeah. Um, which is a character that he would play very well. Dude. So good. Like my only problem was I got to the main event with big show or with the edge and Big E, and I was like, I don't know where I go mm-hmm. from here. Yeah. And I I liked I liked that that Big Show comes out. I really like that. I think it, it sets up the next week uh really good. And um it's just that is difficult. That's a difficult position to be in because you don't want to do too many like you know like False finishes right. or like too many like I guess, you know like finishes that that you know suck. Not not that that sucks, but you get what I'm saying, right? That, right. that isn't like a definitive and win. It, it um, worried me because of that because like I booked it, and I was like, I know how people feel whenever, um, raw books and ends with with a, a faulty finish, and how they're yeah. a lot of fans are just basically like, what the f, man, like. Yeah, John Cena lost via disqualification because the heels are being stupid, you know. Yeah, but I think that also lets it lets you go in the future. You have an edge, like I know next week is the, the triple right. threat, 
but in the future you have the that you can you can like complete it and have an edge uh big e like singles match right. and it, it it might build more to that right or whatever so then we had uh, another tournament match with ray and rob van yeah. dam i talked about the which I is talked great. about the main event because it ties directly into that promo in the middle of the show. Of course. Yeah. So, um, which that's a match that I would watch over and over and over. Cause like Rob Van Dam and uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And then I was like, I have to have some more heels. So my thinking yeah. there was like, Ray is not a good heel. Ray is your baby face. But Rob yeah, Van Dam sure. is is violence is a great he's, heel. He's extreme. Yeah. So let's he's ECW. Let's make him let's make him turn heel. So we get that big heel turn, which it's kind of I'm gonna kind of try to play it as like he has no allegiances. Yeah, like he he is an allegiance to the faces. He's not allegiant to the heel. He's just kind of that like wild card. Yeah. Um, that's how I wanted that to kind of play off, whether it did or not. Um, I understand, but like Mr. Monday night, he's the cocky heel. Like he's going to beat you down with his steel chair and kendo sticks and then, you know, give you the frog splash. So yeah. Totally. And then, and then we have uh big show layout, both members of yeah. the main event. And, or he lays out Big E. Yeah. And um, Edge is disqualified. So the GM sends uh, his assistant to the general manager to do his dirty work. <laughs> and Of course. And uh, I loved in my head the, the mental image of Drake running from his li- for his life from Big Show. <laughs> 100% like, cuz i can see that's it i can gold see it to me like yeah but uh your show so my of course the my favorite part of the show was the goldberg spearing vince mcmahon um yeah. i really want to see that tag match with with the guerreros versus um uh Ryder and hawkins oh yeah my only problem with yours is, like you said, I would, if I was you, I would try to incorporate promos a little bit more, even if it's a pre-match promo. Totally. And that's what I need to do for sure. Um, sorry. Um, and then no, uh, I would, if I was you, I would um, try to do a little bit more of a slow burn, but like not not hold back if that makes any sense Be- because yeah. that's how I felt like it seemed like you were trying to put all your eggs in one basket right away mm-hmm. instead of developing everyone. Um, yeah. And, and I have some ideas of how I'm going to like move forward with some people. Um, and I wish I would have saved them and not just thrown them all in a thing right. immediately. But at the same time, at the same time, it could be a thing where um, I can. I think I can recover from it by making it. I, I have some ideas. I have some ideas of how I can recover. But well, and like, 
I don't think it's a bad thing because I almost had a battle royal myself. Um, hey, there you go. Yeah. But you got to look at it as you got to look at it as Bruce Pritchard would look at writing a show. Totally. You got to go. Okay, we can't we can't blow it all right here. We got to mm-hmm. do enough to keep everyone coming back and going. Man, that was a good show. Yeah. But at the same time, make them want more. And whether you yes. ever give them the more, it might be six shows down the line, but it was worth sitting through those six shows. Yeah. And it was worth go, going on a ride. Take them on a ride. Gotta take them on a ride. Yeah. It may be the last ride. But <laughs> oh gosh, um, if y'all, if I know y'all can't see us at home, but I was just abducted by the Undertaker, and he just said the last ride, hey man, <laughs> and then he gave me a cake and left. Um, the Undertaker, the Undertaker. but uh, but I mean that's that's really all I gotta say. You you did yeah. really good for your first one, um. Thanks. I would suggest recording when your wife is not asleep in the next room. Well, let, let me let me put it this way: I I recorded at six forty five in the evening, so normal. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> She's not asleep, but somehow she was. She got home from work and she was like, "I think I'm just gonna lay down for a little bit." And then she was, it was lights out for the rest just, of the night. Just so zonked like, out. Well, yeah, I was like, I guess I could record. I was like, I just should probably not yell. Um, no, th- this week will not be recorded uh, while she is asleep in the other room. Um, apparently, I should do it in the morning. Right. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, that's all I, I I would just say. What I did with mine is I wrote it all down before I did the whole thing. Like, I literally, yeah. if I had a promo, I wrote the promo out. Now, I yeah, yeah. I improvised a little bit, but, like, I would really, like, if you have the time to do it, I don't think I'm going to have the time to do it this week, so mine's going to be a little bit yeah. more on the fly. But, like, yeah. try to plan it out as much as you can. Totally. And then, but think about what you're going to be doing in the next couple weeks. Like, mm-hmm. play your long con. Yeah, I need to do that. And I need to be thinking, like, building towards the paper. But I do love... Each episode should have that trademark moment where, yeah, like Big Show busts bust open uh, Big oh, E, dude, yeah, and causes a DQ. Goldberg spears the general manager, like, <laughs> which is yeah. such a Goldberg move to do. Like he would do that one hundred percent. And I'm yeah, yeah. I'm really interested in what he means by saying Vince McMahon, you're next. Like, yeah. Because usually that means a match, but it's also Vince McMahon. So is there going to be a match there? Stay tuned. We'll see. We'll have to see. Like I, I there, there. I mean, I, I have some ideas. And is uh, he going to bring in Hunter to do his dirty work? Hunter. You know. Yeah. We don't know, but that that's what I like Hunt, about your Hunter. Story. Hunter Horse Helmsley. Dude, that's my favorite thing in the world. Is the fact that Hangman Adam Page has a had a horse named Hunter Horse Helmsley. Like, yeah, so good. What do you got for me, man? Well, I love doing. I, I was gonna say, um, I think 
like I said, I think yours overall was a lot better than mine. Um, I, I did really like uh, the Big Show stuff. I thought the promo earlier and then the payoff is really good. I think in terms of like the the tournament matches, I love where they're, those are go- going. But I'd love to see, um, not that you don't have this down the line at all, I'd love to see those get a little spicier in terms of like storyline yeah. too, where it's like, like the storyline. There's also like storylines, and and I think, and again, not that you're not going to do this, but like I know, like in real life, McMahon's like I don't like using the Rumble for storylines or whatever. Right. But it's like it could be it could be really cool to see some moments of the tournament get turned into storylines later on because I think that's such a like okay, so you have like you know a tournament and you have how many however many people in right. it. And then all of a sudden, now you have, um, you have like, like one person win the championship. Well, everyone else who's in the in the tournament, what do they do? You know right. what I mean? And I think it could be that's a really good way. Again, not that you don't already aren't already thinking of those things. Um, <laughs> see, there you go. You give me the look. He's give me the look, everyone. Well, uh, I mean. That's evidence right there in the storyline of Rob Van Dam turning heel on Ray. Oh, it opened. It opens up for a story there, 100%. and especially not knowing um, if Ray is going to compete for the rest of the tournament. Yes, uh, and then I I would say um, I, I would just say you you I think you used uh, Bischoff really well. Really, really well. I like I like how he's you know backstage talking to Big Show. Like there's some interaction there, um, and I will say overall I'm very curious of because I used one legend already. I I had fully come out and become the interim general manager, and and I'm very interested to see how your your uh, legends come into play down the line. Um, it could be very fun. You gotta you gotta keep them waiting. Gotta keep them. Gotta keep them. You, you gotta. They, they gotta want it, and then exactly. And then, then you get there, and you make them, make them wait some more. <laughs> you never give it to them. Basically, <laughs> that's the Vince McMahon strategy. But I thought it was great. I, I love doing this. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. I, I'm glad that it's not our whole podcast. Right. But I'm, but I'm also glad that we, uh, that we're doing it because I think it's a very fun. An entertaining uh, way to get more content, right? Um, and and I, and I'm really excited going forward more doing more fantasy booking as well as what we've talked about, like you know some more like sort of tournaments or yeah. brackets of like favorite wrestlers, tag teams, theme songs, um, and the the inevitable the inevitable crossover date bed episode where we talk about wrestling. Uh, video games. So I think that needs to happen soon. I really do. I'm I into think, it. You know, obviously you and Kaylee need to sit down and play some wrestling games. But I mean, we do. We have several. And we have several. I think you need to play uh an NES game, a N64 game, and then one of the new generation like PS1 through PS4 yeah. games because Totally. Honestly, once they got to the PS2, they all became kind of the same. Um, totally. But, you know, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, um, yeah, man. This is fun. This is really fun. I 
I, I, and I like this. I think what we should do going forward is after we do an episode, I do think we should review each other's uh, episode and like ask each other questions about it. Um, I agree. And I think it would be really, I, I think it'd be really cool once Mr. Rasslin is back from his, uh, his extended break here from, from the podcast. I think it would be really cool to have him be the mediator between I think us. So too. And I think that could be really fun. Um, and I think that could be a fun way to, uh, to go forward. I also think that maybe we should talk him into doing a like Patreon exclusive, like he books NXT or, you know, something else. Dude. Because yes, that sounds great. The great, the, the craziest thing about this whole thing is the best booker out of all of us. Isn't doing booking. <laughs> isn't doing it because well, or, or, or we have him book ECW right. and then, <laughs> <laughs> but see there but then then that gets hard because uh i've got that i've got true. rob van Dam, you got rvd um yeah and like you you'd have to he you'd have to figure something out there but overall i think you had a great yeah. start uh i'm Thanks, really I, th- I think you had a great start too i'm really interested in seeing what you've got coming um yeah me too i gotta figure it out <laughs> Mine, mine is going to be is fun. Mine is kind of like a let's get back to past this first round of tournament matches. Yeah, yeah. And then we're really going to start biting in. Oh, I love it though. I think I'll put it this way. I think uh, I think if if we were watching this in real life, I think my show had more like star power slash like wow factor for the first show in terms of like. You have Goldberg, you have Undertaker, you have, you know, in the Battle Royale, you have, like, Kane and all right. that stuff. Um, um, but I think overall, your show was better, and I think I would have rather watched your show <laughs> from a pure, like, wrestling standpoint. Do you know what Thanks, I mean? Man. Like, like from a, a technical sort of, like, oh, okay, this is, um, I. you're going to be moving forward. Let me just put it this way. I would have been in awe of the Hawkins and Ryder Los Guerreros match. Yes. And then that's that's probably my best. If it was us sitting in a room watching this together, we yeah. all would have our eyes wide and our mouth dropped at Goldberg spearing Vince McMahon. You're because you're right because yeah. you're sitting there going, What in the hell is gonna happen next? Yeah, like what literally how how does this play out? So, you know, I yeah, I'm excited to see. I I really enjoy this. Like you said, I'm glad it's not our whole podcast because, like, yeah, the banter is my favorite part. Like us talking to each other, totally. And even if it's not about wrestling, we talked about movies for like 20 minutes this earlier. <laughs> I know, but right? like, you know, it's just what makes this podcast great. We love wrestling. We can tie anything to totally. wrestling, and. We're just good. We're just good brothers, man. So we are, and we miss Landon. We're ready to have him back. We miss Mister Wrestling. He's uh, his his shoot job got in the way this week, and which is a good which thing. Is a good thing, but uh, yeah, he's in an undisclosed location. Uh, part he's in <laughs> from parts unknown, <laughs> basically. <laughs> he's uh, uh, well, this was fun, yeah. man. Um. 
I'm I'm excited to do more of this, and I'm excited to hear your second episode of TV. I'm excited to hear yours. I I I'm excited to see what you take and incorporate because that's the whole thing we're yeah. going to be doing here. Is like this worked for me. This worked for him. How can I do the same yeah. without ripping off? You know, how can I? I, I I'm not. I'll, I'll put it this way. I'm not looking to be the best. I'm looking to be the most improved. There you, you go. Know? Like, <laughs> like I'm just trying to, to, to be better. Like, I want my last show to be better than my, my, the one before. So. And I'm here to squash SmackDown. <laughs> Basically, and I can't wait. Oh, it's so awesome. But uh, I think I think that's it for today, guys. Uh, I think so. Yeah. You, you got any plugs, Jimmy? We haven't done any plugs in a while. Gosh, plugs. Um. As always, listen to Date Bit, D the number eight bit podcast. Um, my wife and I we talk about video games. Um, Kaylee's been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, a lot of Animal Crossing, and uh, I've been kind of hopping around. Uh, I've been lost in my my own way in video games, but uh, but I, I got some stuff in the works. I, I'm I'm about to start some playing some Star Wars games. I oh, think. dude! So it's never. Never a bad thing. Yeah. I think I'm going to play... Uh, after we get off here, I think I'm going to play uh, Rebel Assault 2 on the PS1. Oh, man. Which I've never played before, but I'm very excited. It's uh, The PS2 is hooked up across the room now, Jake. So I will go hit start on that as soon as we get uh, get done here. Well, uh, but, yeah, dude, that was... Listen, listen to our... That was my game. I was going to say just really I loved Rebel Assault. Dude, I played Dude, I'm excited. I played so much Rebel Assault that like it 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 <laughs> I played it so much that it was just like it was it was nuts how much I played, but um yeah. As always, like, subscribe, join the Facebook group. Absolutely. Um, for some reason, my headphones just disconnected, so I had to figure something out. But uh, um, go join the Facebook group. Join us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, after these last couple weeks, we are sorry. We've had a lot of craziness going on, but we are mm-hmm. going to be more vigilant on social media. Um. Don't forget to give us a give us a, a rating on iTunes. It's the easiest yeah, place. Yeah, give, give us a review. Review. All all reviews do is help us. Like, yeah. The more people rate and review, the higher we end up on the iTunes charts, which the iTunes charts are totally. gold for podcasters. So, yes. go do that. Um As of right now, you can go listen to the back catalog of, of Best Movie Ever. I'm going to change mm-hmm. how I'm going to do that thing because I get no joy out of doing it by myself anymore. So, well, hey, you know. man, do it with do it with someone you love. Like this is let me let me say this. Can I say this about your podcast? I would love to listen to a Jake and Amanda Keel breakdown of all of the Star Wars movies one by one. If I can get her to talk on I'm, on a podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying I would love that. Like like that would be gorgeous.
gold to hear you got because you two are probably the biggest Star Wars fans that I know. Probably like, and it would be incredible just to hear you talk like, okay, episode one, and you just break the whole thing down, like, 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 just get deep in the yeah, trenches. That's for sure, dude. But uh, oh man, you got you got convinced. I know, I know. I want to bring you on a couple episodes. Um, oh, we got some. Stuff I want to do some stuff with Landon. I think I'm just going to kind of have a revolving door of guest hosts. And like, yeah, you know, it. once a month I'm with Jimmy. Once a month I'm with Landon. Um, I love it. You know, if I can get my wife on once a month with my my loving wife. And her problem is she just doesn't really like movies that much. Like she likes movies, but like, yeah, she doesn't like going to the movies for some reason. And it's most of it has to do with her family. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, go listen to the back catalog on that. Um. I've tried desperately to do new episodes, and it's just like I feel like well burnout on it. So totally, and you got you got to make it fun, and that's right. you know if you if you're not having fun doing it, then it's not worth right. doing. But uh, so go watch those or go listen to those. Obviously, listen to Date Bit. I started listening to y'all's new episode today, so I'm gonna oh, I'm thanks, gonna finish man. it. I was out and about earlier and listened to a little bit of it. But, yeah. Uh, um. I'm going to listen to it today and then uh, hopefully I would like to uh, I'd like to do some crossover stuff with with date bit. Maybe uh, like we said, talk about some wrestling games, but you talked about Animal Crossing, dude, I am so burnt out on Animal Crossing. Like (laughs) I know I know Kaylee just started it, but like, dude, oh, yeah, she's deep. I got all the wrestling masks. And that was like one of my main goals from the start of <laughs> and it. And you're like, I don't know where else. And I can I'm go. like, <laughs> what do I do now? Like, okay, I'll go get some more, some more fossils that Blathers won't take. Like, <laughs> right. I'm to the point where like I only have a few more fossils that I have to find. And Blathers is like, no, I don't need these. Scoot, like. And you're like, crap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know. All of the uh, all of the podcasts on the Lando Entertainment Network need to need right. to converge. I I agree. I, I think uh, I think having a I also think doing a doing an idea that we had we talked about a little bit about doing a date bit best movie ever episode. I'm all on board. You just tell me the day. I will come and you'll be. I there. will be. I will be probably already at your door knocking uh, <laughs> with that movie in hand. I and, love it. Uh, of course, there are the movies we talked about, but yeah, we're rambling again. So yeah, we are. We are. We gotta get so, out of here. So uh, go, go listen to Date Bit. Go listen to Best Movie Ever. Go listen to uh, all of Landon's uh, podcast that he works on. Go mm-hmm. get with Landon if you want to make your podcast dreams a reality. At his Absolutely. at his very public Gmail, at his Landon Bumgarner <laughs> yes. at Gmail dot com. Very very easy to get to that's bum garner that's b-u-m-g-a-r-n-e-r and uh just be good brothers and good sisters to each other everybody that's what this world needs the most right now just for people to be good to each other i would agree that's that's what we're here for so with that um for me and jimmy i think we're gonna give some two sweets right now he's already got them up ready two sweet Bye, guys.